Welcome to the Flourish Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode as we learn, grow, and flourish together as a community of women. Hi, everyone. This is Penny. We have begun a new series. This one is entitled Relating to Your Adult Children. We've been working on an acronym. The acronym is the word RESTORE. The last time we began with the letter R, which is to respect their autonomy and boundaries. And that was the first key in learning how to relate well to your adult children. As I told you, although I have eight children and they're all in their mid-20s or older, I'm still on a learning curve. It seems like the process never ends as far as learning how to do this better. So we're going to pick up with the letter E now, which stands for embrace them without fear. Embracing is a, a word that I use a lot because it just kind of represents an overall posture that I think is really vital that we possess as Christians. To embrace means to enclose in your arms, to cherish, to accept and include. So maybe just take a moment and ponder what that looks like or what that means in relationship to our adult children. To enclose in your arms, to cherish, to accept, to include. Now that's not necessarily a physical thing, although that matters as well. It's more of a mindset, excuse me, an attitude, a way of pursuit. I'd like to use the illustration of the prodigal son. I'm sure most of us are familiar with that story. And if we are, we recognize that the son in the story, one of the sons, had an ungrateful and really entitled attitude toward his father. His father was obviously a very kind, good man. But nonetheless, the son demanded his inheritance and went off to a faraway country and just blew all of the money that his father had given him. After a while, he finally came to his wit's end and decided to return home. He had nothing left. He just came home empty-handed. But as he was approaching the house, his father's response to this very disappointing son, to me, is very reflective of our Heavenly Father. And in Luke 15, 20, it says, this is talking about the, oh, the son says, so he got up and came to the father. But while he was a long way off still, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced and kissed him. And then if you read the rest of the story, he gave him all kind of gifts and had a wonderful celebration for him. And that is how that father responded to a son who obviously had disappointed him so much, incredibly. But yet this was his posture. And again, this is very compatible with the heart of our Heavenly Father, who we disappoint time and time again and yet who came and pursued and sought us out and rescued us. There's something incredible selfless, incredibly selfless about this father. And his ability to not make this whole issue about 
what had been done to him or how he had been hurt or rejected or any other thing. But instead, his interest, his concern was for his son. And I think that's a good lesson to learn. I know in my own life, there are times where I've really not just been tempted to, but I've struggled a lot not to hold back out of insecurity at times and to make it about me. If, say, for instance, one of my kids had hurt my feelings, I've struggled at times to be brave enough to love them fearlessly and to still be that embracing person that God really wanted me and called me to be. One story that comes to mind, and there are more than one for sure, but one was the time when I thought one of my sons had kind of lost interest in our friendship. We had been very close, you know, as he was growing up and even into graduation and such. We remained wonderful friends. And I guess there was just that kind of time where, where we were a little out of sorts with one another or something. Could have been a lot in my imagination, but I thought he had perhaps outgrown our friendship. After all, he was in his 20s. So after a few days of feeling like, oh, I'm just going to take a little step back here. I'm going to be cautious. I'm not going to risk the vulnerability of, of still being out there on the edge and being embracing like this father in the story of the prodigal son. I'm, I'm going to play it a little bit safe. But finally, after a while, and just really processing through this whole mindset and where it was coming from and the root of it, I chose just to be me and to go back to being who God made me to be, who he called me to be, who he's, what, what he's worked in my life throughout all these years, to love with risk, to pursue anyway. And certainly not to pretend like I adored him any less than I actually did. And, you know, ultimately all was well. Things turned out fine. Our friendship was completely restored and probably even improved. We're probably closer now than we've ever been. We're great friends. We're able to talk about most things. And he's, as always, very precious to me. I believe the choice to embrace is most always the right choice. Now, if you're dealing with an abusive situation or some unique scenario with extenuating circumstances then that is in need of wise consideration. So that's something to look into and to consider. But in most cases, we're able to embrace and really called to embrace. We're called to be fearless embracers. That's, we have to be true to who we are. As moms, as parents, that's part of our DNA. And oftentimes, anything other than that is based on self-preservation and fear. God has called us to be embracing people. My mom, who went to heaven a couple of years ago at the age of 93, was one of the most embracing persons I had ever known. She was not a stranger to anyone, and whether you were rich or poor or whatever your scenario was, she had the ability to embrace people fearlessly. She wasn't worried about herself. She wasn't afraid to tell the truth, but people that came in contact with her knew that she not only cared about them, but she didn't judge them. She embraced them. She encircled them. 
She drew them in and closed them in her heart. She cherished them. She included them. She accepted them. And from her and from the Lord, I've had a consistent voice in my conscience that reminds me, Penny, this is who you are. You're an embracer. It matters to people if you embrace them. It matters to your kids if you embrace them. Even when you feel like it doesn't, even when it feels awkward and like they don't have the time at the moment to spend with you or even give to you, they have their own families, their own lives. It's still important to maintain the posture and maintain the attitude of being fearless and being a fearless embracer. That's who God's called us to be. Proverbs 19.22 says, What's desirable in a man is his kindness. Kindness goes a long way. Kindness brings healing and help to people. And while I'm not speaking necessarily of physical affection, I do think that's a part of the picture. Being affectionate with people, including our kids, in so much that they'll allow it, is a really positive, healthy thing. Most people appreciate affection. Most people need some affection in their life. And so I think that as a mom, in so much as it's workable, feasible, that they're able to accept it and and have that be a part of your relational dynamic with them, just be brave and be affectionate, be warm, be embracing. Let go of fear and just put yourself out there and love, be kind, enclose in your arms, cherish them. It'll make a difference in their life. Thank you for being with us today. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Flourish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. For more information about Flourish, our annual conference, or to join our community of women, visit nrpflourish.com. See you next time.